0: You are listening a Marcus Sahaba online radio podcast.
1: <laughs> Myself our Bin Ibrahim Hatia, and of course our two panelists, our beloved Habibi brother Wa'il Ibrahim, all the way from Australia, and we do have our beloved, respected senior Ustad Fazilatul Hazrat Malana Salim Karim, all the way from Lady Smut. Yes, uh, the questions are in. I do have the questions. I see my engineer, uh, who's at the brother Lokolo in Johannesburg. He's sending the questions through me on 084-786-313. 3, 2 <laughs> I'm actually reading the questions here <laughs> Oh, I see Hazrat Kari Ismail Mater, mashallah, from Camperdown I was actually there uh, I, had, uh, I had supper with him uh, And I want to thank him this beautiful night Kari uh, Ismail Mater and his beloved wife Muallima Abba Shamima, Allah Ta'ala reward him Tremendously, and, 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 and There's a smile on my face because I'm actually reading, reading the questions Shoo, I can see my panelists are going to argue. they're going to disagree to agree uh, Brother Wail Ibrahim and uh, and I want to I wanna see what, what's the conclusion of this. Would you or would you not? I see sister from Newcastle Anonymous says that, uh, if you send your children, please, please follow up daily with them as a reminder to read their namaz, to read their salah. Please build a relationship with them so that they can speak to you or the local ulama when they are concerned, etc. It is a lion's den. Wallahi! It is so hard, so, Malana Arafat. The things you see stays with you for years to come. And I've got a very, very sad question that is going to come during the program. But let's go to Hazrat Malana Salim Karim, our beloved Fadila to Ustad. The sister says here, Malana Salim Karim just mentioned earlier on that he would send his child. To, of course, to campus, uh, to varsity, but he would keep an eye on her. You know, he would watch her, he would message her, he would call her, he would keep 24 hours. So the sister says here that, uh, but dear Molana Salim Kareem, uh, when I was studying in varsity and my parents totally ignored me. My parents didn't bother about me. And she says, eventually, I lost my virginity, you know. So that's why I was asking, brother Wail Ibrahim, what are the positives and what are the negatives? But anyway, let's go to Malana Salim Karim. You know, who do you blame here? I think you don't blame the sister. I think you blame the parents because the parents have to play a big role in our children's life. And as brother Ria says here, everything comes, everything comes starting from home. Ji Ustad.
2: Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, As I said in the beginning, what is the duty of parents? Discipline your children, one. Number two, teach them the love for Nabi Kareem, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It all boils down to Mulana, the proper tarbiyat of our children. And this was the sticker of the Anbiya, Alad Ibrahim alaihissalam's dua wa junubni wa baniya na'bud al asnab. Every Nabi of Allah got up at the time and cried to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, the Allahumma inni auzu bika min awladin yakunu alayya wa balan. O oh Allah, take protection in you from such children who become a great liability and bring great disrespect and dishonor to a family. So why do we want to allow this from the beginning? And I want to raise one point here, and I'm not saying generally this is the perception out there that we have to educate our daughters. They must go to metric. They must go to varsity. They must go to college. Why tomorrow if the husband divorces her or the husband is a miser? She's got her own money, and she can be old, and she can be independent. For the wrong hmm. intention, it's the duty of the husband to look after his wife, provide for her, care for her, what he eats, he, she should eat, what he dresses, she should dress. He should take full responsibility for his wife and for his children. If this is why we're sending our daughters so that tomorrow, if the husband, can you imagine the negative thinking? Look at it long term. <speaking in Hebrew> Allah, Akbar, be, Nahi. Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, Iltamisul ghina nikah. If you really want to get rich, alhamdulillah, Allah, Rabbul Alameen, will grant you richness through the medium of nikah. So if you make nikah and the husband is responsible, he take care of his wife. Don't ever send your children to study. See, the problem here is that we want degrees for our children, and Mm -hmm. we feel related. Mm -hmm. Yes, alhamdulillah, if your child uh, does well, alhamdulillah, you should encourage, give Mubarak bar, give incentives to your children, but not at the expense of Sharia, Quran, and Hadith, and the Sunnah of Rasulullah. And more so for our daughters, this is what I'm saying. So we have many other ways today with modern technology, insha'Allah, to teach and educate our daughters. They can go to the highest degree they want. Alhamdulillah, they can study from home, brother. Uh, from Australia was saying you can do homeschooling. There's this so many ways. And I was saying this many years ago, Monara. I wish that we could have had a university only for girls. Huh. And lecturers and teachers and the dean of faculties or whoever they are, all, Mashaallah. Allah people of deen, integrity, respect, and akhlaq, that they could, inshallah, discipline, and they could inculcate, and they can educate our mothers and daughters and sisters. That's the right way. Here's a sister who said she went to to varsity and she was raped. She lost her virginity. Who's going to answer for that? Hmm. Her parents, in my case, my daughters went from the morning to 3 o'clock or 4 o'clock, and they came back home. Alhamdulillah. They, I never allowed them if they had to stay over and born at the university. I would have never allowed that. Murana, under no
0: circumstances. Maybe
2: on my side, it was fortunate in the sense that my son was also with them as a mahram. And their classes were from 9 o'clock till about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. They went with him. They came with him. They never, ever stayed at the hostel. I would never allow it. Murana, because I don't know what happens after night. The guards are no more there. They each one for himself. Shaitan is the biggest trickster. Innocently, we can lose our children's iman, their integrity, and their virginity. I'm not saying all, but here's a sister who's saying that my parents never worried about me. Whether it's my wife, whether it's my daughter, if they step out of the house, and they have to go for some important work, they are not in my control. Anything can happen on the road. Anyone can interfere with them. Anything so, can happen.
1: So, Ustad, who do you blame? Who do you blame? Do you blame? Do you blame her because she was being neglected from the parents? Who do you blame, Ustad? Because I remember you, uh, you, you crystal clearly said that uh, uh, you are sending somebody into the rain and you, you expecting them not to get wet, Ustad.
2: So, Molana, this is uh, again. I'm saying, do I have the confidence as, as a female or as a boy or as a girl that if I if I see wrong that's being happening, there, Molana? ولا الْإِسْمِ وَالْعُدْوَانِ Don't be part and parcel of that fitna. Stay away from that fitna. Don't go to the diversity. Look for some alternative. You want to achieve, you want to educate yourself. There's many other ways you can achieve it. Why put your hand? You can see fire there. Why would you want to go and put your hand into that fire? This is the point what I'm saying. Are our sons and daughters fully equipped in terms of shahir on one side? You are sending them out to study English or secular education. On the other side, equally, are you sending them to learn Quran? Are you sending them for Tarbiyah causes? Are you sending your daughter to the Mu'allimas and Alimas, inshallah, to learn Quran, to learn akhlaq, to learn about womanhood, to learn about every aspect that a woman will require for the future of her life as a mother, as a daughter, as a wife? Mm. I've never heard any of those sisters tell me. Allah, my daughter is going to university, but I'm also sending her to become an alima.
0: I'm also sending her for Sarbiya
2: course. I'm sending her to learn Quran. I'm sending her to learn life causes. I'd like to hear from those sisters. <laughs>
1: Allahu Akbar, subhanallah, subhanallah 17 minutes after 9, South African time You are tuning and listening to uh, the discussion Uh, The sister says, yeah, can't blame the parents We have been dini educated Uh, My policy is that I do not fear insan I fear my rab, uh, sister from Newcastle She says, the point is we can study from home Save your children, save your daughters Save the ummah, rape, molestation, assault, etc These are realities Molana Arafat and to the both panelists This question uh, Is for brother Wail Ibrahim Um, It says here uh, Wait let me just see the question Okay here's it, Uh, it says here Assalamu Alaikum to brother Wail Brother Wail has made a wrong statement By saying that he encourages Girls to go to universities Because of the current world we're living in That in tough times she can Fend for herself, remember your intention Brother Wail Ibrahim to send her to university is already contrary to placing your trust in Allah. And if this is your intention, so she can fend for herself, then Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala will make such a situation arise. Allah forbid. Brother Wa'il Ibrahim. This is from Brother Ahmad from Ladies' Month. G, Brother Wa'il. Thanks.
3: JazakAllahu khayyim, Brother Ahmed. Dan. thank you so much for reminding me of the intention and also my, my connection with Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. This is something, any yani, InshaAllah Taala, we keep private to ourselves. The, uh, let me let me InshaAllah uh, just stress the point that I wanted to make since the the, the beginning of the episode uh-huh. that uh, SubhanAllah azim What we fear for our children to happen in unis are is happening already in your home. Behind the screens that they are using in at home, so that's what I'm trying to 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 make here. That's why I refuse to answer the yes or no personal question because that discussion is not about me, Sheikh Hua Ibrahim, or Sheikh uh, Maulana Salim, or anyone uh, an, an individual. This is a, a public matter. That's happening on a large scale, in in different ways, and we get different results. We see people going to uni are very well educated, very well articulate, very um, religious at the same time. We we have those examples, and they are they are really big in in, in number in different different places around the world. We have those examples uh, that can be seen in the UK, Niqabis, bearded brothers memorizing the Quran. All the examples that Sheikh Salim was trying to emphasize. We have them, and they are academics at the same time. Uh, it all goes down to the education at home, the follow-up in, at home, but it can never be forced down our children's throat anymore. What worked with me uh, growing up in, in, in Egypt back in the days with my father, it will never be the same today. And I'm not trying to refer now to 1,400 years ago, the, the Sharia part. This no one can touch, and alhamdulillah, Sheikh Salim uh, covered this part. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the the, the, discipline, the discipline of the parents that worked with our generation. It's not going to work with our children today. This is what m- many people are missing. The slapping, the scolding, the, the shouting, the stare from far, all these things we used to understand at will. Now you do the same thing, the children will not get the message uh you know we we are we are trying to tell the people not to go to university and we generalizing and we are foc- focusing on girls why, why why not boys as well mm. uh, the rate of suicide the rate of suicide among men is 70 to 30% when it comes to uh, girls committing uh, b- these acts. So why, why don't we care for this uh, demographic as well? Boys also are getting lost out there. So why are we focusing only on girls being, you know, uh, committing zina or doing haram activities? We are talking yes. about young generation coming up, seeing all these challenges that perhaps we haven't seen in the past. And we need to deal with them. If we are as parents on the top of the game and things go wrong, is it my responsibility as a father if I did my best to educate my children, showing them what is right, what's wrong? It's going to be the parents, the parents fault. I, I disagree on that, uh, on that part. So long as I'm educating and I'm doing my part as a parent. It's like, you know, telling my daughter and my wife, don't go to the shopping center and buy food and buy necessities because, you know, there are a lot of evil happening in the shopping centers as well. Should we now shut down shopping centers? Should we not watch TV? Because sometimes on TV there are inappropriate, uh, you know, programs. Again, those same parents who are afraid to send their children to universities are the same parents who we get to know from coaching. So, you know, that's the benefit, alhamdulillah, of my job as a coach, as a counselor, people coming to my office every day and every every now and then, and and probably Mawlana Salim gets the same uh, also inquiries from parents and from people in the community those same parents subhanallah taala subhanallah azim when we when we talk and ask them questions we find them also are uh, watching tv watching movies watching netflix watching this watching that bringing those evil inside their home so we have to look at it from a holistic point of view not just yes or no answer that, that's that would be my approach, and I would stick to it, inshallah. As yes, to sending my, chill, my child to to get a degree and to have a, a financial security, we have to be practical. Islam taught us to be practical people, Allah not Allah. just to have the reliance upon Allah without thinking how to uh, uh, do things in life. dunya. Uh, don't forget the portion being provided for you in this dunya. In this dunya, we should also enjoy, right? Allah give it to us for also some enjoyment in a halal appropriate manner so if financial security would be part of this life then why can't we also look at look at it from that perspective it's not about like i'm sending my daughter because i'm afraid that allah will not provide astaghfirullah this is not what i intended what i mean is that we are dealing with a practical uh, solution here to find some uh, exit out of this misery
1: Mm. Allahu Akbar, subhanallah 23 minutes after 9 I, 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 I just love your answer, I love your answer Brother Wa'il Ibrahim, and uh, the questions are coming in, yes, you can send your questions, please uh, don't feel shy, feel free uh, to Ustad, of course, there's a, there's a brother who wants, who needs some advice, and I don't know if uh, the, the listeners would agree what the brother or the brother is saying, and the brother says yeah, Brother Wa'il Ibrahim in Hazrat Malana Salim Karim. that um, uh, the brother says that, I was after a girl in varsity. I was after this girl in varsity, and this girl, she kept on ignoring me. And, of course, he says that varsity uh, makes you get involved in haram acts. That's what the brother says. And he says, I actually actually forced myself on her, and I physically abused her. And he says that that was about 17 to 18 years ago. And he says that uh, today I am feeling so bad because I'm a happily married man. And he's asking for maf, Ustad, anonymous brother.
2: Allahu Akbar. May Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala make it mm-hmm. easy for this brother. He realized his mistake. But this is the point what I'm saying, Molana, is that if we, if our children don't have taqwa, they don't have proper tabiea. I'm going to keep harping on this point, Mulana. Uh-huh. If we are not going to instill value in our children, to teach them um, what is halal and haram, what is jaiz what is najayid, what is akhlaq, what is uh, all evil things, Molana. This is what is going to happen. When we go to varsity, as somebody said, it's like, Molana, for 12 years from grade R to metric, Alhamdulillah, you're protected by your environment, your parents, your teachers, your brothers, your sisters, Alhamdulillah. Everything is like you are protected and you are in like a cage. Now you want to go from varsity into, you want to go from metric into varsity. This is a complete different ball game. Are these children, this is what I'm asking, mm. are these children equipped to handle the new changes, the new challenges? This is my question. This is a question that I want to ask. Are we making this tarbiyat? Let's come back to our boys, inshaAllah. Yes, there's nothing wrong. Hazrat Khadija radiallahu ta'ala was a businesswoman. If anybody gave right to women, it was a Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa She was given ijazid to own. She was, ijazid, she was given ijazid to do business. Her money is her money. Whatever belongs to her is hers. Alhamdulillah. Any other religion didn't give the dignity and respect that Allah has given to women. And whom brought this great reform? None other than lil Alameen. So if a woman wants to, be, inshallah, be a businesswoman, subhanallah, she can run a multi-billion dollar Uh, business from home, alhamdulillah, with a computer. Allah has gifted her. She has a mind of her own, subhanAllah. She has certain expertise. Why not? But make your knee this. I want to do this for the pleasure of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, and within the framework of Sharia. This is what I'm trying to say. Islam is not uh, trying to make you feel, go backward. Islam was always the best of deen, and Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, gave us the best of Nabi, the best of everything. But all Sharia is asking you and me, oh, insan, remain in the hudud of shari'at. So, so, so. so Allah is pleased with you and whatever effort you are making to serve humanity, to serve your family, will be accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if I know as a parent that I'm sending my children into the lion's den, gee, I would not mm. risk that, So... all the money in the world, with all whatever is available, I won't, especially if my child is going to lose her iman. And so, she's going to lose her sharam and haya, Mulana. As this brother said, I abused that sister. I went on to her, uh, and who, I did uh, do something to her. Uh, Who's there to protect them, Mulana, Are the students, Muslim students at the varsity? Do they have the power? I want to ask again. Nobody's speaking about this. yet. we have uh, at the campus, we have the university. Muslim yes. students, youth. Mulana, I want to know to them, do they rally together? Do they look after the welfare of every brother and sister on varsity? Are they making tabligh amongst them? Are they inviting them to do good and forbidding them to do wrong? Are they having classes? Are they having lectures coming, ulama coming, different types of discussion so that they know the value of Islam? The enemies of Islam are pouncing on them like lions waiting to attack. So my question here is, yes, we have the Muslim students Body at all universities. Alhamdulillah, they mm. have done excellent work, no doubt about that. Go back 20 years, 30 years, they were. But how much can they do? it's on me. If I know what is halal for me, I will do what is halal. Yes. What is haram, I will tap. See? So the question here is, do I have trust in myself? Do I have enough knowledge? Do I have enough, as we say, Himmat and taqat that, mm. Inshallah. I will be away from all types of rights. I'll, I'll concentrate on my studies. That's one. Number two, Molana, you and I, we want the best teacher. Am I right? When you go yeah. to the Madresa, what would you say to the principal? I'd like my child in Molana Sadeem's class because he's one of the best. Yes, class. I'm just going yes. to give an example. Or Mulana Arapat's class. Don't we do this, Mulana? Hmm. See? So, how sure are we? You see, there's one is your Ustad, Whose maqam is greater? Is it the teacher or is it the parent? So the ulama-i have said it is the parent. I mean, it's it's the teacher. The parent was responsible to bring you into this dunya. Your mother fell pregnant. You conceived. You were born, alhamdulillah. But it's your teacher who instilled value in you and taught you about your Rabb and your Creator and your values and your taqwa and every other aspect. He equipped you with such knowledge, your Ustad, inculcated such values in you that from an ordinary person he has taken you to such great heights. The Ustad Ka So are we also, how genuine we are, how sure we are that those lecturers, I'm talking about 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago, most of them were non-Muslims. What Zahim did they have one is they come and deliver a talk, mashallah. I come there like a professor. I give, there's not even Hazri. There's 120 students in the classroom. In our small classroom here, uh say your name, Ibrahim present, Salim present. See? In a the varsity, there's 100, 200 students sitting there all day. There's no time for the, for the, for the teacher to take your hazari. Whether you attend class or you don't attend, not a problem. With who you're sitting is not a problem. What you're doing is not your problem. Where is the other and ethics of, of aim? Will that aim be of any benefit? So the point here is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us aqal. So we want the best of teachers. So this is also very important that when we send our children to university, in whose hand are we instructing the children of ours? That's my question.
1: <laughs>
2: the solution is still simple, Murana. Allah has given the Muslims of this country such wealth that wallahi we can build a separate university and a college only and exclusively for girls and women
1: hmm.
2: So Ustad, I've got a question
1: for you that, are, okay, Can you hear me Ustad? Ji, I'm hearing you Malana. Ji I've got a question for you So, the brother that's apologizing and asking for math, right? Whatever transpired 17, 18, 19 years ago I mean, I mean who do you blame here? Do you say that he had maybe problems in his household or do you say maybe he picked up that ugly habits in the varsity itself? Because of course the man is apologizing. He physically abused a sister, one of our sisters, and of course he's apologizing asking for maf, Ustad?
2: he is a coward. Would he have done that to his own sister? Simple question. You have no right to interfere with somebody else's daughter. Allah Ta'ala has said to you in the Quran, كل من He's saying, I was eyeing her. Yeah. This is, nazar is a poison. It's, a, it's an arrow from shaitan. It pierces the heart. Or ye, bad nazri, you know, staring at women, ye, it's a sin that's got no tasting it. Other sins you do, maana, okay. But yeah. when you, he's saying that I used to eye this girl. So, his intentions were evil from day one. And Shaitan pushed the agenda. He made it easy for him. He did what he did. All right. I'm sure he has made tawbah and has asked Allah for forgiveness. But this is for al Ibad. He needs to ask that sister for, for mafia. Irrespective of how many years has gone, whether she is alive or not, he owes that to go and ask for mafi and apologize. Mm,
1: mm, mm, mm. Allah Akbar Sister from Lens uh, uh, From Lensia says that Regarding the story of the brother Who took the respect of the girl uh, At uni many years back We can ensure that we can give Our children the tarbiyah and taqwa We can try our best to ensure um, to ensure They concentrate On studies and excel But when we send our children to uni We have no guarantee that the next person has taqwa Or tarbiyah and we cannot ensure The safety of our children in amongst People without iman or taqwa Just his um, sister from uh, Lenejia. Let's go to a question to Brother Wail. Uh, there's a question here to Brother Wail. I'm just uh, seeing the question. Okay, Brother Wail, are you there, Brother Wail? Can you hear me?
3: Yes, yes. And I'm enjoying the discussion, Tabarakallah. Yes. Uh, yes, Brother, your question, Bismillah.
1: Uh, it, it, it says here uh, to Brother Wail, my Muslim friend recently fell pregnant from also a Muslim boy on campus. She is very scared and does not does not how does not know how to tell her parents. To make matters worse, the talks on campus have belittled the two of them and even started raising questions about Islam and its teachings. Basically, Brother Wail, it is said that we preach about these things, yet both the individuals are Muslim and committed the sin. It is contradicting. How can I advise her? to handle this on the campus, as well as tell her parents so the both of them can go ahead doing the right thing now and fixing their wrong to Brother Wa'il from Australia.
3: Yes, JazakAllah May Allah protect us all. Again, Brother, I wanted to uh, to, to really uh, emphasize on something very important. Yes. Just because the, the doer is a Muslim, the person who committed or fall into this sin is a Muslim, which automatically means that parents have done something wrong that resulted into this uh, activity. This, we have to really make that big differentiation. Uh, so, you know, we, we did our part as parents, we educated them, because not sending children to university because they don't have taqwa, it means that I haven't done the job at home. So not sending my child with a full trust that I have done my part and I have observed them growing up um, up until the age of 15, 16, 17 and now they are heading off to university if I have that doubt that they are not upon taqwa that they are not uh, you know praying five times a day that they are not reading their daily uh, portion of the Quran that they are not waking up with me for fajr that they are not going with me for the halakha for the masjid for this for that if I already uh, have all this in place, then why wouldn't I send them, you see? But if mm. I'm worried to send them from the beginning, then I haven't done my part from day one. And that would, would actually require extra effort now to work things from scratch to try to bring your daughter or your son back to Dean at that mm. age, which is very, very difficult <laughs> task to do. So as, as Maulana Salim mentioned earlier, if we work on our children from the beginning, and we have now alhamdulillah the trust that they are alhamdulillah following the deen properly then we will leave them so go to university with those advice, and we will be on their ears every day, every night. How's things going? How's this? Who are your friends? Let us invite your friends. This is one of, one of the things that I have actually uh, used with my daughter, even though she is still in high school. And I'm working in the same school, and, do you th- and it's an Islamic school, uh, school. And do you think that we don't have problems within this campus, Islamic school uh, uh, environment, we have problems. We have people who do certain things that are inappropriate. So we, just because the doers are Muslims doesn't mean that the parents didn't do the job. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing regarding the sister uh, who had fallen into this sin, look, we, we cannot now hide the 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 sin or uh, correct the mistake with another mistake by not involving uh, parents now. Uh, this, is, this is the time where really we have to speed up uh, and find a solution that would be acceptable in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even though it's uh, now uh, uh, something perhaps is considered as really a major major sin, uh, the children have fallen, the children have made a mistake again it's our role as parents now to step up and be responsible and deal with the situation very wisely. Mm-hmm. Deal with mm-hmm. it very very wisely. Uh, I know, uh, you know, the, the brother who have done something wrong in the past, and he came and he say that he, he's he's seeking forgiveness now, and he repented to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Repentance is between you and Allah, as Mawlana Saleem mentioned, but the haqqul ibad or the rights of the slaves of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is also important, provided, and this is the the, the, the issue here, provided that if, you know, if, if your relationship with your wife would be affected, And probably because of this, uh, making it public or reaching out to the the sister if you know her or if you don't know her, if it would add more troubles to your troubles now, then you can also seek forgiveness through other means by perhaps making dua for the sister, perhaps by uh, doing charity on her behalf. So you have to be Mm. very wise in dealing with these uh, situations. Mm. And it's, it's very tricky. There is no really easy solution for such a problem, brother, in the community. But it is happening. We have to deal with it.
1: Mm. 22 minutes to 10 o'clock. A sister from Lanasia says, from Rose Park says he's a coward. Uh, this one says it's very sad what's happening, Molana Arafat. A uh, sister from Newcastle Anonymous says, Molana, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees everything. Uh, sister Adila from Alberton says, parents are so naive these days. Um, I see the brother from campus ask here to Molana Salim Karim: is it, is it good for a boy to get married while being on campus? Ustad.
2: As I said to you, if there is a strong possibility, you know the law of nikah is very simple, a general rule, al-nikahu means sunnati. You are in control of your nafs and desire. You have the capability and ability to look after a wife. It is sunnat for you to get married. If I know that I cannot control my nafs and desire, and there's a strong possibility of me getting involved in zina, then it is not sunnah, it is wajib and farz for me to get married. It is better. If you want to study, mashallah, get, make nikah, so that your eyes, your heart, and your thoughts, you are in control, that I have a halal wife at home. If I need anything that is physical, alhamdulillah, I have an avenue. So I can concentrate on my studies, I can also look after my chastity and I can also look after the taqwa and don't get myself involved. Whether you like it or not, shaitan is there to cause any time, even if you talk innocently to a girl. I just greeted her. Mm. Because that voice has some poison in it, mashallah. It has some chemical in it. It has some magic in it. So I heard a voice. The next thing I'm going to smile at her. The next thing, I'm going to ask her for a telephone number. The next thing that's going to happen, I'm going to ask for a date. The next thing that's going to happen after that, we are going to meet. And the next thing that's going to happen after that is going to be Zina. And the final thing that's going to happen, we're going to go to (laughs) Jahannam. So the brother who asked that question, is it better for me to get married and go to Varsity? I think it's an excellent idea.
1: Subhanallah, subhanallah. Uh, 19 minutes uh, to 10 uh, o'clock. Somebody from UK uh, addressing the question to Brother Wa'il. He says, Ya Mulana Arafat, to your panelists, Brother Wa'il, before uni, I was far away from deen. Whilst in uni, I found Allah and my Muslim identity after entering uni, Brother Wa'il.
3: Yes, JazakAllah khair, uh, my brother, and this is one of the things that I have actually forgotten to mention earlier, that mm-hmm. there are many people who found Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while on campus. So the, the sister earlier who was asking about the negatives and the positives, uh, these are some of the things that can, uh, uh be considered. And again, it's, I'm not here to encourage everyone, send your children to university. It's not like that. It's about really reading into the situations and, and evaluating the the problems that took place in the past, and how your children were able to manage those problems, and then come up with a decision. And again, the decision shouldn't be forced upon our children, because they will blame us for everything that will happen later on, and they might make dua against us, and you know, destroy the relationship between us. We should be a guide on the side, not, uh, as they say, uh, Sage on the stage we should we shouldn't be like you know forcing our opinions anymore on our children. we should be always there in the lives, advising them and giving them options and in that way, if something go wrong, they will come back to us. but if we are you know uh, causing them to fear. Uh, uh, our presence, and we we always command, and we do this, we do that. You have to do this, you have to do that. You have to take. It, I have to take you to memorize the Quran. Perhaps you have a poor memory. You see, I have two children. One one daughter. The daughter is very very sharp. When when she memorized something, my 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 son. On the other hand, unfortunately, he's not, he don't have that same uh, talent, you know. Uh, so I'm focusing when it comes to memorization of the Qur'an, I'm focusing with my daughter when it comes to understanding the Qur'an, the message behind, you know, certain verses in the Qur'an. I'm working, you know, with my children depending on their talents and ability to, to uh, absorb knowledge. We cannot make, you know, we cannot create robots anymore, you know. We, we can't do everything, the same thing to our children. We have to really understand them because they're different. They're unique. Mm. And, and and so thank you, brother, who mentioned the positive side of going to uni. Yeah, it depends. What, uh, and there are people who would lose their identity in uni as well. And guess what? There are people who are losing their Islamic identities at home. Wallahi, mm. at home. I'm a counselor. I get young people coming telling me that we don't believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya Allah. And they, they don't go to uni yet. They are not in uni yet. They are as young as 15 and, and 14 years of age, still in high school. They don't believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Their parents went to hajj multiple times, always good in the community, and they don't believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What do we do about these uh, things? The problem is, brother, that we are not opening a proper conversation on the dining table. We are not opening a proper conversation between us parents and children by giving them that freedom to address and to talk about anything at home So we can be You know The, edu- the main educators The primary educators uh, To our children As Brother mm. Salim mentioned earlier
1: Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar 16 minutes to 10 And I'm going to ask Brother Wail I'm going to ask Our beloved Ustad About 10 minutes Just before we terminate Our program <coughs> They need to give us the the, the 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 negatives And the positives Because I've got a lot of questions Coming in And there's a very very sad question coming in And I'm, gonna, I'm going to Address this question To inshallah To both the panelists, you know, to both the panelists, of course, it's a it's it's a lengthy uh, a um, a lengthy should I say a lengthy paragraph, and this I'm just going to put it into my own words. Uh, The sister says, Molana Salim Karim, to both the panelists, that uh, she was in varsity and uh, she studied quite a long years back in varsity. Uh, She fell pregnant and eventually she did an abortion. It's eleven years now that uh, she has not gotten gotten married because everybody knows that she went for an abortion uh, and she says it went viral, that everybody knows that they don't want to propose to her because she went for an abortion. And uh, eventually my brother came to find out who made who made me pregnant, meaning the sister. Eventually my brother goes there, he gets hold of the guy, he stabs the guy, and the guy now, he's uh, paralyzed. And my brother is sitting in jail for three and a half years. So the sister says, this is my story. Brother Wail from Australia, into uh, our Honorable Molana Salim Karim. She says, What do I do? One side, my brother is in jail, who's sitting three and a half years. He defended for me. And on the other side, I did an abortion. And nobody wants to propose to me because of this scenario. Now, what do you do in the situation, Hazrat Malana Salim Karim? I'm in tears. Mahati saw for the sister. And at the same time, Mahati saw for the brother, who, of course, he defended for his sister. He went out there. He fought for his sister Ustad. He stabbed the guy. Only Allah knows what was the intention. And now he's sitting in jail. And, the, and that other guy is paralyzed. And what do you do in both the scenarios, Ustad?
2: I, when I, I want uh, Brother Wail, inshallah, to go first, inshallah, inshallah, I will, I will follow up with after Brother Wail, inshallah.
1: G, Brother Wail, G, your answer, please, Brother Wail.
2: So, Mawlana Saleem, you're
3: putting me in front of the gun first, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay. It's it, it's it. I'm ir- it's reality. Brother, Wallahi Mahati, so Brother Wail. I
3: take whatever... <laughs> <laughs> Allah, may Allah affect you my sister May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Provide you the best of all husbands May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Cleanse your sin and accept your repentance And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala يعني, make, make the time of your brother uh, Easy for him And, and inshallah ta'ala also uh, Forgive him from what he did Amin ya Rabb And uh, look my dear sister in Islam uh, if If you you, you, what you have done is wrong, khalas, it's done with, haram, it's done with. We cannot keep on, uh, you know, uh, reminding you of it's haram, it's haram, it's haram. We know it's haram. The man who came to the Prophet ﷺ asking him for permission to commit zina, the Prophet ﷺ didn't mention the word haram in this hadith. He just told him, Atardahu li ummik, Do you accept this to happen to your mother, to your sister, to your aunt? And when the man realizes that he was asking for something awful, Allah The Prophet ﷺ made dua for him and things go goes on and he started to, alhamdulillah, focus on that which is appropriate. So my dear sister in Islam, uh, you know, keep on, on, on begging Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for mercy and for forgiveness. Uh, now this is a time for you to strengthen your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to fall in love with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that he can, inshaAllah, uh, you know, Wipe out those sins while you are still alive. Maybe Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is testing you now. Nobody is proposing. Things went viral as you mentioned. Maybe that's part of the package so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can wipe out your sins completely before you meet Him on the day of judgment. The lady who committed zina and subhanallah and she came she came to cleanse herself before the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and he told her go and deliver the baby first go and nurse the baby first and so on uh, and she insisted that she wanted the sharia to be applied upon her meaning to be you know to be put to death and finally she you know she came to the prophet sallallahu finally and the sharia took place the had took place and she was put to death and subhanallah the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam mentioned that she had repented such a repentance that you will overweigh the repentance of everyone that was present among the companions at that time. So you see, uh, perhaps the challenges that she went through, the the, the 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 punishment that she took on her shoulder was severe from our perspective, but perhaps that what she needed to be elevated in the status of, uh, of you know the 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 righteous in the in the sight of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. So, so- keep on this fixing the relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will fix your affairs with people bi ta'ala, inshaAllah. That's my so so, so
1: so do you think, just before I go to Malana Salim Karim, uh, do you think brother we ill, that's a punishment from Allah because of the sin she committed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is testing her now with the brother because the brother is sitting in jail for three and a half years.
3: I, I'm saying perhaps. I cannot you know, say for sure it is a punishment. Uh-huh. I'm saying perhaps uh-huh. this is part of the package. that uh-huh. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is putting her through some trials to cleanse her. Because we know that in our lifetime, Allah, the Prophet said that every pain we go through, every depression we go through, every injury we go through, uh, a previous sin is being, you know, wiped out. Uh, even a a, a, a thorn that may poke us. Uh, it's an expiation of previous sins. So I'm saying perhaps Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is putting her into these trials to cleanse her from the sin and elevate her in the status, you know, of the righteous, inshaAllah ta'ala, in Jannah. While is fixing her relationship and connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if Allah... Yani observed her sincerity in repentance, perhaps Allah will open doors for his creation to inshallah ta'ala find the righteous husband who would hear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and will not look at her past because we are all, all full of ugly history. Every one of us.
1: Mm, 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 mm. 9 minutes uh, to 10 o'clock Everyone is, <laughs> Everybody is upset this evening Says Mulana, what a program, what a discussion And I want to hear Mulana Salim Karim's version I, I really want to hear what he has to say Regarding the sister You know, uh, 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 let's not take sides Let's hear what Ustad has to say Ustad.
2: Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Mulana, there's a beautiful hadith As brother Wail had uh, alluded to it ibu minaz zambi Yes, she made a big mistake. She committed a guna'i kabira. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive every sin except kufr and shirk. Mm. And if she repented sincerely and made tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, yes, the brother reacted in anger and furiousness. And maybe because uh, being so angry and so temperamental, he did what he did. That's a different matter between him and the person that he stabbed. But if we are talking about the sister, my duty and your duty, as a beautiful saying is, mm-hmm. hate the guna, not the person. Allah.
0: Hate mm-hmm.
2: the guna, the sin the person committed, not the person. Number two, Rasulullah sallallahu wasallam said, do not laugh at the misfortune of your Muslim brother. Because Allah Ta'ala can reverse the situation while sitting in your own house, you can be disgraced. Number three, Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Man satara ayba akhihi satar Allah uyubahu yom al-qiyamah, O come out, call al-Nabiyyu Sallallahu Alaihi sallam That whoever hides the fault of a Muslim brother, Allah will hide your faults on the day of Qiyamah. Mm. This bad habit, that we have on social media, wherever it is, it's not of your business, the first thing that comes out is your camera flash. You are recording it without the ijazat of the person. You are intruding in the privacy of somebody. You have no permission whatsoever to do the type of reporting without verifying the facts. And this bad habit of posting things on social media, whatever, we became Lakirika fakir, you know, whatever he said, like a flock of sheep. One person said it, no verification, no checking, no verifying. We just go and we just say, forward, forward, forward. You have sent it to hundreds and thousands of people. You're making ribbons of somebody. You're slandering somebody. You're accusing somebody. You're hurting somebody. You will be held accountable on the day of Qiyamah. So as far as the sister is concerned, our du'a is can Allah forgive her for her shortcomings. Allah ta'ala opened her doors. Yes, she made a mistake. Many of us, Marana, it happens. We have committed, we've got skeletons in our cupboards.
0: <laughs>
2: nobody knows about it. It is Allah's Fazal that is hidden my guna's and mistakes, Marana. You know, the Bani Israel, when they committed guna, it was written on their front door every morning. You and I are so lucky being the Ummati of Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Allah has hidden our faults. Nobody knows, not your wife, not your father, not your mother, not your Ustan. It's between you and Allah. But Allah has never exposed you. So who gives you the right to expose your fellow Muslim brother? You should be making Allah give them hidayat.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: as I said to you, people who are involved in these types of guna, you don't know the relationship they share with Allah, how they cried. There are so many awliya Allah, the mistakes and gunas that they made the life that they led, they led before accepting Islam, that Allah raised them to such status they are known as Allah mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't look at the gunas and sins of people mm-hmm. as if you are Allah. Haq. Haq. <laughs> See? Tomorrow it can happen. People living in glass houses should not throw stones at others. Mm-hmm. See? People living mm-hmm. in glass houses Shouldn't throw stones at others. because sometimes we ah. cry because of happiness. sometimes we cry because of sadness. The so <laughs> <Shair is> saying that a rone wali eyes that is shedding tears of joy because somebody is in such taqdeer and they are suffering. Just check properly. This house that is being demolished, tera ho. Most Probably it can be your house. So, as a Muslim, let us learn to forgive each other. Let us not repeat the gunah. Allah ta'ala grant us sincere tawbah. Yes, we have messed up as the Ummah. <inaudible> you know, but Allah ta'ala says, Allahumma ghfir Ummata Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma ghfir Ummata Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma aslih Ummata Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If this entire Ummah, become so for his God, so pious that none of us are going to sin, Allah will remove us and replace us with another ummah who will make gunas and make tawbah. Because Allah, so Allah you are most forgiving. Banda will make mistakes and gunahs. But Allah has given him the title Habibullah, at ibu Habibullah. So, I must make shukr to Allah, all of us who are listening here, two rakats, shukrana namaz, oh Allah, you didn't expose my gunas to anybody, not to my wife, not to my parents, not to the Ummat. Allah has put a shield and a covering over your gunas. Imagine today, if each one of us, if Allah has to expose our gunas, Allah, let even forget what face we are going to show to lil Alameen, Shafi'ul Muslim, what faith we going to show to our parents? What faith we going to show to our families? Mm, mm, mm. So don't laugh at the misfortunes of other people. Just mm. make dua for them. Try and make it. Rasulullah said, make an excuse for your Muslim brother. If he committed a guna, make an excuse for him. Most Allah probably Akbar. he did this because of that. Hak, Ustad. Hak. Don't be a, become judgmental because... <laughs> Whatever pain you and I are suffering today, it's our own people who do this. Why are you blaming other people? Whatever pain we are getting is because of the flowers from the flowers. Why are you blaming the thorns?
0: Mm. It's
2: sad, Mona. We have become such judgmental people. That is why, you know, you look at the newspapers today, Marana, mm. It's full of lies. It's full of vice. Marana, a newspaper supposed to educate the community, supposed to instill values in. It is corruption. It is rape. It is murder. It is accident. It is smuggling. It mm. is corruption. What are we doing? Sahaba kiram is to stop a wrong by not making mention of it. So today, this is what journalism is. (laughs) This is social media is. This is what the newspapers, see? Mm. They don't have something that is sensible, that can bring value and add value to the life Mm. of the community. So may Allah Ta'ala protect us. Um. Yes, some of the sisters, Masha'Allah, they they were angry, they had their views. (laughs) Alhamdulillah, Yes, you have your own view, I have my view, alhamdulillah. We agree mm. to disagree, but one thing, ulama will never, ever compromise sharia.
1: 100% ustad.
2: You can sway me, you can sway who you want, call me names, I have no problem with that. But with sharia, what is Quran and sunnah, we will speak haq at all given times. Whether it's my daughter... My wife, my mother, or whoever it
1: is. I love you, stud. I love you, stud. I love you for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala A minute left So what I'm going to do inshallah I see time is up I'm going to ask uh, uh, Mulana Salim a Few words from his side And I'm going to ask Brother Wail Ibrahim as well Few words from his side And then inshallah We're going to close the program But before I close the program I just want to read a few questions One says Bashak," That is 100% true Mulana Salim Whatever you are saying Today's time is very fast Moving Parents of today Can't keep up with the kids of today Just one to say I am a post-graduate student Doing my own my honors this year, the advice which I can give to my brothers and sisters is to make sure on campus you join yourself to the Jama'at Qara and also ensure all your salah is performed in time and at least one to three paras should be read on campus. Allah help will definitely come. This is what has been helping me as well. This one says, Molana, my daughter studied to become a teacher via UNISA. So we do have alternate ways of studying. Alhamdulillah, today... She is teaching in a Muslim school. That is also another safe way of educating our kids. One says here, yeah, uh, uh, I'm, a, I'm a varsity student. There is a married man. There's a married man at our university and he is after me but he is married. That's another question. The other question says here, yeah, our mother wants to know from brother Wail and Malana Salim Karim that uh, my daughter she's boarding at the school. She's only 20 years old and she wants to come home. She keeps on saying, mommy, I want to come home. Mommy, I want to come home. What do I do? Do I bring, do I take my daughter out of the campus of the boarding campus or not? She says she paid for the entire year but her daughter don't want to be there at the campus and she's crying. She says mommy I want to come home, mommy I want to come home so the mother wants to know what must she do the other one says here, yeah, I fell in love with my female English teacher not realizing she just wanted to sleep with me I was only 21 years old brother were ill and I lost my islet What my English teacher she got what she wants. I feel shameless. So I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave this beautiful night. Many, many sisters are crying. I'm also hurt so because wallahi. You know, somebody says, maybe, Molana, it's the time of Dajjal. We are in the era of Dajjal. So I'm going to ask Brother Wail Ibrahim to give few words to all our sisters out there who are crying, who's got daughters, who's got sons. And then I'm going to ask Brother molana Salim Karim to give few words, and then, inshallah, we're going to close the program. Brother Wail Ibrahim, over to you.
3: JazakAllah khair. Once again, brother, I always enjoy being on your uh, program. May Allah subhanahu wa taala yani, uh, use this uh, channel to uh, to benefit the Ummah. Amin. Uh, first, I-, I will respond just to the part of that sister who is calling her parents to get back to uh, to get back home and. Uh, and not to be on campus uh, i i I forgot to actually affirm and confirm my agreement with uh, Maulana salim when it comes to uh, especially daughters staying overnight, whether it 's uh, on campus or with her cousin somewhere or it doesn 't matter uh, home is meant for for us as family to stay together and stick together. We go out together and enjoy and stay overnight together somewhere, vacation, what not, but on campus on, in uni this, this, is, uh, this is now beyond beyond our culture and our religion. This is something that we have to be very careful with that 's why I said from one culture to another, from one city to another, from one country to another, things should be taken differently, and different verdicts when it comes to Islamic Sharia and law should also be considered, as we learned from, uh, you know, history, uh, the four Imams will give different rulings uh, over the same uh, matter depending on the location and the geogra- geographical location, because uh, what, what may be applied in South Africa could be different il- elsewhere. But I would say something very, very important now, my brothers and sisters who are listening. If your daughter is calling you and telling you, I don't want to be here, there must be something, and you need to take care of it. You need to bring your daughter back. You need to sit with her. If, if she's not comfortable with her, you pay the whole money that you own. Save your child. That's what matters. That's your job. Your job is not just to pay for the university fee. Your job is also to save her from any evil. And if she is the one telling you to bring me back, I don't want to be here, probably she, there is something, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all, but probably there is something yes. that uh, that she, she's just ashamed to open up about. So just bring your daughter and try to understand what is it. And even if you pay the fee, try to contact the university if there is homeschooling that can be done uh, or something similar to that uh, effect but bring your daughter home.
1: Mm. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Mahati so, brother. Jazakumullah wa khair. Lexia from Alana Salim Karim said, you know, Ustad, uh, uh, the questions are coming in, it's, it's it's heartbroken. I'm actually in tears, it's heartbroken, Wallahi. Ustad, over to interrupt you before we close the program,
3: That's why uh, I admire you and the, the program for bringing such topics that are Ha, like you know they, they are prevalent super prevalent mm-hmm. they, they are not taboo anymore they need to be discussed ha, ha, on, on daily basis our imams should use the pulpit in, in the khutbah to address these issues from Islamic perspective so that we can bring guidance uh, to the ummah once again
1: Salim
2: and I definitely side with what Brother Waid said right now that that mother should not today Right now, bring the daughter home immediately. <laughs> it will be senseless, even if she paid the fees. That money can go, but once the is that is gone, no money in the world will bring her is and sanity. She's crying out for help, and my humble appeal to that mother and father, be it tomorrow morning, whichever place she is, drive there. And bring your daughter home. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant her sukkoon, grant her protection. And if we are going to ignore this cry, then nobody else but us is gonna cry tears of blood. Mm. And finally, Mahana, I want to say something. Mm. You want to be happy. Mm. Forget the far the past. There's the word fact. F A C T S. Each letter stands for a beautiful message. F stands, if you want to be happy in life, then forget the past. Number two is A, accept your mistakes. Very important. If you made a mistake, accept it. Don't defend. C stands for cry and move on. You'll be depressed, pour your heart out, cry your heart out, and move on. Mm. T, thank Allah. That Allah saved you, Allah protected you, Allah guided you. And ask, keep smiling. Inshallahul Aziz. And don't worry about people. Abu kalam this very great alim and scholar said something. You see, if people say something bad about you, judge you as if they know you. Mm. Don't feel bad. Just remember, dogs bark if they don't know the person. That, oh no. we, Allah make it easy I mean, and to, khayran to all our esteemed listeners mothers and sisters inshallahul this is the beauty of Marqa sahaba we, 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 we men broken hearts mm. we make dua we take your challenges up we take your case we try to defend we try to advise and in the end we leave it in the hands of Allah See? Mm. We place our trust in Allah. To brother, we know very little mm. and the rest is in the hands of Allah. To
1: brother Wa'il Ibrahim, Jazakumullah Khair, Many, many sisters are crying. Many, many sisters are saying that uh, your child is most important, so get her home. Money can't buy your child back. Somebody says, please, Malana Arafat, whatever you do, make sure, bring her home. Please tell the mother to bring her home. Brother Wail, Jazakumullah khairan on this beautiful night. Uh, before you leave us, would you like to say anything, Brother Wail?
3: No, I just wanted to tell everyone who's listening that th- th- there will always be hope, especially in the Ummah of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So ju- just, just because we are going through trials and tribulations and problems, uh, it means that we are bad people. It means that we are, there is no goodness in us anymore. Uh, it could be the opposite. It could be that, uh, our test is so severe because Allah wanted to elevate us, wanted to remind us of Him and bring us back on track. So just, just don't let the negativity surrounding these discussions yeah. to put you down and makes you feel like there is no hope. There will always be hope. Yani, inshaAllah always turn back to Allah and Allah is ever ready to receive you yani, the Ameen. hadith Qudsi that uh, mentioned that if you come to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala walking Allah will come to you on a hurry running so may Allah protect us all and Ameen. keep just Allah as your first priority in life Ameen. and things will fall back into place wa Wa alaykum salam rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It was lovely having uh, Brother Salim over in, uh, in this discussion and thank you so much for having me. I
1: mean, I mean, inshallah. Ji, S- you. Allah, same. Jazakallah to Brother Walid. Same to you.
2: May Allah accept your efforts, inshallah, and your words of wisdom. Very well presented, okay. mashallah. It really, it really humbles me that, alhamdulillah, we have such wonderful scholars that who can, can, inshallah, enlighten the ummah. And give them the light, inshallah. Show them that Siratul Mustaqim, and as you said, never lose hope in Allah. Allah is always there for us,
1: insha'Allah. Allah <laughs> hamdulillah. amani la assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yeah, 10 minutes after 10, uh, beautiful night, a sad night, a happy night, a smiling night. So many people are said, so many sisters are said, I am also crying. I wouldn't want your daughter. I wouldn't want my sister. I wouldn't want my daughter as well, uh, you know, or my son or my brother to go, whatever we heard this evening. But wallahi as our boat panelist says, that don't lose, uh, don't ever lose hope on the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa I, ta'ala. I don't have words, you know. I'm in tears, so I ask all the listeners, inshallah, to make dua for all our beloved, what? Our beloved children, our kids out there. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect our youth, protect our young girls, protect our young boys from what? from losing the is, from losing the virginity, from losing, uh, from committing haram and from co- committing zina. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our two panelists this evening, whatever advice they've given us. Of course, from myself and all of you out there and my two engineers, brother Dawood Mondly here in Durban. And of course, the brother Lakalo in Johannesburg. See you guys tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program, as Safina to Ilal Jannah. From myself and all of you out there, Allahummahdina, Wahdibina, Wahdinasa jami'a Assalamu Alaikum, Wa Rahmatullah. Allahi wa